Welcome everybody to the City Hall meeting, September 25th, 2023 at 7 p.m. Uh, I need to approve the minute, approve the agenda. I'll make a motion we approve the agenda. I'll second it. The movement's have to approve the agenda. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Uh, motion to approve the minutes last meeting. I'm making a motion to approve the minutes. I'll second it. We will be second to approve the minutes last meeting. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Payroll bills. Payroll's up to date. Francis, bills? Bills look good. The only thing you need to add uh, is Pepsi for concessions up to the uh, rec, center. rec Center for $333.10. So that changes our total number to 116301.7. I make a motion to approve payroll bills. Second. You accept the pay <coughs> payroll and bills. All favor say aye. Aye. I'll look for them. I guess I got one thing is um, how come we don't hear from the Lakeview police anymore coming to every once in a while and give us support what's going on in town? They talk like they were going to do that, and all of a sudden they don't do yeah, it anymore. been here since we met the first time. Yeah, and he kind of made it sound, you know, he gave us a sheet that really, it was really good to see yeah. the, some of the things they've done around town, and now we don't get that anymore. Is that Jokins that did that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in here once, and they had the same sense. It's going to be all the guys, we haven't met all, the, met all them either. I'd just be curious to have a report or something like that, what's going on or what, what they've been doing. Well, these ones don't fit that, do they? Here, I got one. No, here, okay. Are you done? Yeah. My computer, I don't know if I am there. It's not going to be. Well, you are. So, right? Scroll in your shirt. It's not that stretch. I'll talk to the Jokins and see if we can get them over here. Anything else in public forum? You guys got something to say over there? Public forum? Okay. Okay, we'll go to the next thing. Uh, discuss and approve ash tree and cost of treatment. So I've just been doing a little bit more research on this. Actually, when we talked last, um, I had contacted a guy on another chemical, but he hadn't gotten back to me. Well, he did very shortly after that meeting. And um, we talked through, so there's, so there's several different ways that you can treat for ash borer. One of them is to drill holes in the tree and inject the chemical in the tree, not just necessarily spray it on it, but inject it into the tree. I was under the assumption that that would take a long time per tree, um, but this guy's telling me that it won't. Uh, obviously he sells the chemical, so he's gonna say what I wanna hear, but um, one of the things that he did tell me is that, uh, you know, we talked about a chemical that would cost about $15,000 to treat most of the trees. Don't know exactly, you know, what it's gonna cost us until we get through one round. But um, this chemical, will cost us about that, just just a little bit under $15,000, but that's for, for two years worth of treatment. So you'd have to do that every other year. The other one we have to do every year. Now, it takes a little less time because you just spray the trunk of the tree, you walk around it, spray the trunk of the tree, it sucks it up, 
This one you got to drill holes and you inject it into the tree. Um, the the spray on is less um, efficient than the injection. So the injection you do it once every other year. It costs just a little bit less and it's better treatment. So does it take special equipment to drill the hole yes. and inject? Yes. <coughs> he sells that also. Yes, and that comes with it, and that's still a little bit less than the other chemical. All of it together. How many holes do you have to drill? Well, <laughs> it depends on the size of the tree, about one every six inches. Oh. <coughs> so it will take more time. But you're only going to do it every other year. And it won't, uh -oh. it won't take a ton more time. You know. <coughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna look pretty strongly at that. Um, the guy can ship us the chemical. We haven't ordered the other chemical yet, so um, just wanted to let you guys know that we're looking at other options. Does that have to be diluted, or is that just right no. directly? In? No. So it, there's a pump. It's it, it's not a two gallon sprayer type mm -hmm. of pump, but it's a little pump like this, and it's a totally enclosed, so it comes out of the tank goes around the tree, it's got obviously injection ports and it comes back in, so it's totally enclosed. You put what chemical you need in this little tank, you pump it up, it goes all the way around the tree and the tree just sucks it up. It's kind of cool to watch. Um, it is definitely more labor intensive. So is it a one-man operation to do it? or? Well, I think you could do it with one man, but it'd be much easier with if you had two. two. Yeah. And so you'll have one guy probably that drills holes, one guy that injects, one guy that injects, except for trees that are smaller than like this, mm -hmm. this I guess. Um, then you could have two guys inject because we have to get two pieces of equipment to go around bigger trees. We've got a lot of trees that are bigger than 20 inches mm -hmm. in diameter, so 20 inches across. So. Still working on all of that. We can't do anything until spring either way. So we've got a little bit of time to figure that out. Okay. Uh, the, the sheet that you have in front of you is, um, just shows how many ash trees we had in 2017. We've still got pretty close to that many. We lost a few, cut, cut a couple down. We had several come down right north of the baseball field. Um, so I just figured 9,000 um, diameter and so that takes about 48 gallon or 48 quarts so that's what that is I guess if you guys have any questions on it I just wanted to keep you guys kind of informed of what we're doing and what we're looking at well it's good to know it might be an every other year thing if we decide to go that way yep we're not we're not going to know exactly what it's going to be like until we do it one sure. year <clears throat> Okay. Discuss the airport fill map and information. So after the last meeting, uh, you guys asked me to give a map together and say, you know, this is kind of where we're looking at, or this is the space that we're looking at, and, and I talked to Colin. Um, so if you look at the, the map, the, the um, red box is roughly six acres. Um, just by doing some calculations, that's pretty close to what we'll get from the dirt 
depending on how deep it is from the dirt where, where we're where we're going to get it. Um, so, you know, I've been talking about starting on the north and going to the south, but after talking to you guys and talking to Rick and talking to some other people, it might just be smart to start on the south end and go north. Then all of our utilities are okay. We don't have to worry about our well, right? Our well's 200 feet from, from that square there. Um, then we can keep our um, airport hangar where it's at. We can keep our truck parking, all that stuff. We don't have to change anything. Um, so, got a map. You guys look at it, see what you think. If you want to change something, then we'll change it. But you notice that red line that goes through that box? Yes. That's an electric line. That's currently there? Yes. Very not optimal, but it still, it, it doesn't kill anything that we're doing. I think we can still work around that. There's room there right in front of that, right to the east of it, where you can build a building. There, there's going to be concrete on top of it at some point in time. But there won't be a building on top of it. Shouldn't have to be a building on top of okay. it, or, or tanks or any of that. Okay. When you talk to him, he's okay with being further south. It didn't, didn't matter to him at all. No, that didn't make any difference to him really. Um, and and my conversation was pretty short with him. He uh, he hit me with five acres right off the top, and I was like, <laughs> that took me aback a little bit. I said, I don't think you, I don't think you need five acres. I think three is going to be plenty. So I did a little bit more research, and and I got to get back to him. But I'm gonna I'm gonna send him this map if you guys are okay with what it looks like. And then just just showing, you know, this is what we're looking at. You know, see if that works for him. It's 350 feet deep, 340 or so feet deep. So it's going to be all the way across the second one too, the whole width of that. Second okay. one, what? There's two boxes. The one to the far. The one the line, the red line in the middle is the electric line. Yeah. The one to the left there. No, there's one box there. Okay. That's it. All right. The the electric line goes <coughs> through the middle. That doesn't have anything to do with anything other than I okay. just want you guys to know that it's there. What they putting out there by the um, sewer? Home. We're going to move our electric poles that are behind the airport hangar out there. The guys wanted to do that before, you know, when we were going to get rid of the hangar, but now they're like, let's just do it anyway because it'll help clear that area up sure. a little bit. There's trucks that drive by there and park in there, and so I'll just clean that okay. up a little bit too. So those poles are going to hold the poles from rolling. Yeah, it looks kind of funny. You know. okay. No, they're going to cut them off, so they'll only be ten feet tall. They won't be. <laughs> so if we go the way we've got it here, then people that rent the hangar can just continue to do so, yeah. and then the guys that park their trucks down there, plug them in, are good to go. Yeah. If you guys are okay with this, yeah. that's what we'll continue to do. Yeah. And then we can keep that track too. You know, I don't know if that's ever going to get used again, but. Still there. We're not disturbing it any by doing this. <coughs> no. Okay. Have you talked to REC about their electric poles? Yes. Okay. <coughs> yep, I talked to REC and uh, Corn Belt Power is actually the one that owns those poles. Um, they've been going to come look at it, but they haven't done it yet. So. I think the only issue that they would have is is the uh, dirt up on the poles mm -hmm. more because um, the lines are plenty high. Yeah, they don't have to go any higher with those lines. They can't put anything under those lines. 
or underbuild, but uh, that's not on us. Looks good to me. to that to, to start from the sure. south and work away north. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Francis, you want that or you want me to? I don't think that motion will start to your work from the south and with north. I'll second that. we we'll move to second to start the door work from the south to the north down by the airport hangar. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Nubis discussed approve Wallach Library and Jody Fisher's resignation. Yeah, so uh, you guys can see the resignation here, and actually Kathy Geek resigned too. Um, but they've got uh, two ladies hired, so uh, they're sort of starting into it uh, right now. And I think Kathy will uh, work. I guess I don't know. She didn't. She didn't give me a resignation, so I don't know when she'll work until. But most likely until this October 25th date. So Julie's doing five years, right? Huh? How long did Kathy work today? 2000, late 13, she started working very few hours. Okay. Um, Jody, I don't know. Was it? It's just 35, 35 years. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah, we should really recognize that. Yeah, I think I we should get a plaque or something. Yeah. They do a good job down there. Years of service. She's done a nice job in that library. So as far as finding everybody, anybody to, to replace, they, they think they're good with that, Chris. They've got two ladies hired, and they've already they've already worked some. Okay. Um, they got their first check today, so that's always good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, we we kind of haven't been involved in that very much. Right. They did all the work and, and yeah. uh, all that good kind of stuff. So. So um, who's the ladies aid? Well. Those, you mean like Kathy's? Right. The one they hired for Kathy? Is, uh, Either one of them. Joanne, Joanne Getch Sykes. Joanne Sykes. I think oh, she's Joanne Sykes. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think, and, did uh, she yeah. work for? I, I think she so, worked for the pharmacy in Light Grove. So here's all I know. Both of them, both of them have received diapers before. So both of them have done something with a city mm -hmm. or a school or something because they're, I just, um, fill out Ivers and they're both in the system. So uh, Lisa Sorensen is the other, other lady. She lives in Lakeview. Mm -hmm. so, and I think Lisa is going to be the librarian and uh, Joanne's going to be the yeah. what, secretary, is that what it's called? I don't know if the librarian. <laughs> okay. I don't know. They do their own thing over there. So. Yeah, we'll get Joanne to apply Discuss and approve Albert Electric. So, um, just want to update you guys a little bit. Uh, Tammy and I went to a meeting with um, this electric group that that she wanted to um, kind of, you know, mirror what they're doing with us. Um, but we, we, on the way back, this was in West Bend, and on the way back, we kind of talked. That's it's not even close to the same thing. So this group has three communities that are in it, West Bend, Grettinger, and Pocahontas. All three of those communities have their own linemen, two at least, maybe one, um, one and an apprentice. Um, 
but they all have their own equipment uh, too. Uh, and they just kind of pool their resources. They go to one town to work when they need to. They go to another town and work, and, and one guy manages that. And she wanted to, you know, replicate that with us, but but it's not the same thing because they don't have their stuff. So we're <coughs> looking at doing something a little bit different than that. Maybe a contract between us and them um, to do, you know, maintenance work and scheduled stuff. I continue to tell everybody, I continue to tell everybody that we cannot do emergency work for them because we don't have uh, enough guys to be able to do that. You know, Chris would be on call all the time, and essentially he's on call all the time here. But then I'd make him on call, and, and he doesn't want to do that. I don't want him to do that. So, so we're we're continuing to work through that, and we'll probably have another joint meeting at some point in time. But uh, it'll be a little bit yet. Okay. You're okay with the attorney fees writing the deal? Yep. Okay. Yep. And and actually, um, you know, we talked about hiring another lineman right. to make this deal work. And uh, Tammy had a pretty good idea the other day, and I haven't really thought through it very far. But um, she talked about us hiring a lineman and then doing a contract with them to pay. Uh, a portion of that guy's salary, just pay that up front, and then if we go over there and do any work, then we would bill them for that also. Um, I don't know, you know exactly how that looks, and, and uh, um, that would be good for us. Yeah, to, yeah. right. We just I, I got to work through that to make sure that you know we don't pay more than we're supposed to, or, or more than more than mm -hmm. it's worth for us. You know, another thing that we have to consider is we've got. Um, a guy who's probably going to retire in not too terribly long of a time, and so do we replace him with somebody that knows how to do electricity, and you know, try to work him into not that you're going to replace Rick because he knows more than you know. When's he thinking about doing that? Retiring? He hasn't said for sure, but he's thinking he's thinking this will be his last winter. Yeah, he's he's. Sore enough, you know, bouncing around. Do you think that we might go back and hire Lyman in, in in that case, then? Steve? That would be um, the best case scenario. Mm -hmm. um, so, do I think we can do that? Whether we can find one or not, yeah. right? So that's my so thing. I don't know. <coughs> so uh, that would be the best case for us. Yeah. If we can do that. That's maybe kind of a little bit of a daydream. So, any questions on that? What is dream being for that? Yeah, I mean, why not? Okay. Yeah. Discuss and approve ball field, baseball field. So, uh, my guess is that's why we have some visitors here tonight. And uh, I guess the reason why I had this on here is because I want you guys to be thinking about what's going to happen there. Um, the the, the group that that the school uh, voted to sell the field to is a group that wants to keep it a baseball field. And so, you know, we talked a little bit about this in a, in a meeting. We didn't necessarily have anything to vote on or anything like that because we didn't know what we were voting on, you know. Um, so, uh, and, and I will <coughs> tell you that, you know, this is not, this is not something that we should take lightly. Because there are um, strong 
feelings both ways. So, um, I mean, I feel like everybody who lives in Wall Lake should know the stance that we've taken because for two years now we've tried to figure out how to develop it, how much it would cost, how many lots we can get, what's the best way to do it, put a street through it or, or do the houses on, on both streets, you know. So we've done a, a ton of work uh, on that and so, um, and, and you know, I, I feel like the reason why we would do that is because if, if you look at the situation as a business, any good business person would tell you that it doesn't make any sense to have a baseball field here that doesn't get used very often. Just strictly looking at it for as a business person. Um, now obviously you can't do that in a uh, community setting and there are probably some good arguments to keep it a baseball field. But I believe that those arguments are much fewer and, and much less strong than it than the other way. Um, my two cents, and, and uh, you know, if you guys want to say something, if you guys want to get up and say something now, would be the time to do that. Um, I guess the only thing I'd like to say is <coughs> what I I think I should have probably focused on more at the meeting over there was they looked at the the price difference between the fifteen one forty five and the seventeen eight as the difference and that wasn't in their mind a big enough difference um, but over the course of 20 years if you put five of the seven lots up you're talking between three and four hundred thousand dollars that would be going directly to the school so I mean they they one of the the members said um, I hate to leave money on the table but there's more people here that represented the baseball field than represented developing it I don't think that should have the amount of people on one side or the other that attended the meeting shouldn't have represented the whole. But they're also, in the same breath, saying it's a no-brainer to give it to the people that bid less because the school is only out 2800 bucks. That's pretty short-sighted when over the course of 20 or 30 years you're talking four to $500,000 going into a school system. At the same time, they had just discussed a two hundred fifty to $450,000 <coughs> playground. Now, that, that to me, I mean, that, that's their numbers and they deal with those kind of things all the time, but to pass up on three to 500,000 in 20 or 30 years of tax revenue and as a whole, you're talking between 1.1 and 1.4 million in property tax over the life of those houses that would have been paid out there, that's huge for the community. I mean, it's, yeah. and, 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 and I know nobody, I said we're, we're kind of landlocked We've got a lot or two that way. You can't go south. You can't go west. East is developable, but that sat in the heart of downtown, a community center, a fitness center, um, the athletic complex, and to me would have been a great place for either, yeah, Twilight Acre, but retirees and people that just wanted to downsize after the kids are gone. That was our whole intent. And like I told them at the meeting, if there had been no other place to put a baseball field, which there's two, then I would have not even entertained it. If it would have just been, hey, we've only got one baseball field, that's all we can do with it. Right. We need to keep a baseball field, I wouldn't have bid. So, I mean, that's just, 
something I should have said at the school board meeting and I didn't, but that's that, that's where we stood on the whole thing. Sure. Just so you guys know where, where we were at. Yeah, and I'll build on that a little bit. You know, uh, Jeff and I had, you know, whatever, we kind of had some rough plans and some drawings and things like that that we were thinking about. And to us, it was nothing, I mean, it's, it, to us it wasn't a, a make or break deal, right? We had, a, a, I think, a good idea. A few of you probably saw some of the ideas. And uh, as time went on and, and whatever, I, I, I was a little disappointed, I guess, maybe for some uh, the lack of communication. And at the economic development meeting the other day, I said that as well, right? Before we even went to the school board meeting, let's have some open communication. Because there's a couple things I'm concerned about, and I've shared it with a few, a few of you guys already, but here we are with the ball field up here. And I get it. Everybody's played ball there and, and all this. But it's not the same as what it was in the past, right? We joined with Lakeview. We've joined with Sac City. We're sitting here fighting Sac City now to keep any type of activity in Wall Lake, right? We lost our school. We've talked about the football stadium. We've talked about the, the ball diamonds. So we're sitting here, we're in a tough spot at Wall Lake to try and keep something in town. And I am the first to say, I hate to see anything go away. I hate to see a tennis court go away. I hate to see a swimming pool go away, especially our school. Because once you, one, usually once it goes away, it's not coming back, right? Mm -hmm. Especially in the situation we're in. So I think some communication there a little bit would have been a little bit better. Now that, that ball field, um, in my opinion, can it be renovated? Can it be nice? Absolutely it can. I was looking, that ball field was there for high school baseball, right? There's major league baseball complexes with shorter fences than that ball field. I looked up here at the, the community, or at the, the complex, that to me is an eyesore. I've shared that with everybody here so far. But the, we go up to the complex, we need to put some, some type of effort or funds or something in there to keep the school interested in having high school softball here. Because from my understanding, we don't really have uh, uh, school ball until high school. Everything else is league ball up until high school. So if the league coaches and, and, and league uh, players decide to play in Wall Lake, that's great. But in the situation we're in up there, it's not handicap accessible. You're parking on the streets. You got kids running across the streets. We're already talking about having these younger things, making it safer, making this and that. I think. It will, you know, everybody will find out it's going to cost a lot to renovate that field to get it to probably where it needs to be, which is fine. My thoughts or my, you know, opinion would have been, let's get the group together. Let's get the whole town rallied together, whether that's a ball field or it's not. The complex up there, there's, there's the other ball field that we could have renovated or even build a new ball field up there, had tax revenue from a, a development had school revenue from a development and move the ball field up to the complex and have games up there. I don't know how many games they played there, Craig. Do you know how many last year? There were several games that were played at the at the existing field behind the softball field, which was when they were the same night as the softball was great because brought a lot of people there. Uh, concessions were better. The field was utilized. Um, so it, it needs some sprucing up and, and some more bleachers. Well, and, and my thought was with the bleachers that we had down here, you know, I didn't know what we were going to do with the demo derby or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we're not going to use that, those bleachers are a perfect opportunity to put up there. We need to have some concrete up there. You can't even, a wheelchair can't even get down to the one field to watch a game. 
back to the ash trees. All those ash trees along there are all dead or dying, right? All the tops are out of them. They're never gonna, you're not gonna fix an ash tree that's already there. Them are all going away. The back fence needs to be fixed up. And, and to take it a step further, if we're gonna, two things last. If you're gonna take it a step further, you know, our football field to spruce it up. I go to all these other stadiums, how nice it looks. If we want to put a new uh, uh, billboard up or a new scoreboard, one could face, it could face the baseball field in the summertime. You could turn around and face the football field in the, in the, for the football games. It's a dual purpose. Jim Wallace in the, in the meeting said right up there, I don't want to have to spend any more money on a baseball field, so I suggest we keep Wall Lake's baseball field if that's what they want to do with it. Well, if we stick a little money in that complex up there, in my opinion, they're going to play more games up there. They're going to continue to play high school football and high school softball up there. And, and then develop the little league field and make it a little bit nicer or make it a 6th, 7th, 8th grade ball field or whatever the fence. There is room up there to make that field bigger and nicer and better and handicap accessible. We already had the concession stands and things like that and the bathrooms. And my only other thing that I'll say is in a situation like this, and I... I'm not upset. I'm a little bit frustrated with from the lack of communication, whether that was through the school, especially. I, I had sent multiple emails, got two replies back, is it, uh, you know, between the different groups that were bidding on it. A little bit of communication in that situation would have gone a long ways. Because here's where we're at now. If you start separating things and, and dividing people amongst everybody in town, and one group's against the other group, it's not going to be good for the city. And everybody knows that. I mean, if a little communication with, that, with the whole thing, whether it's the city or the groups or whatever. But as we move forward, I recommend that we figure out how to move forward as a group because if, if we don't fix this thing, it's not going to work well to have people at odds with each other amongst the community. So that's all I have to say. Uh, number one, I'm not aware of anybody being at odds with other people have different ideas and different thoughts, processes. And if you guys went through a lot of work and looked at developing a piece of property that's, it, didn't, it isn't coming to fruition, I guess that's unfortunate, but yet I don't think that's wasted. Uh, the reason that the group got together is all the ball games were being played in one community and there was shortage of fields. So they did start bringing some games back at that age level for that size of field. It doesn't have to be as big as it is, but the base settings, I mean, if you recall, they took the grass infield out so that the younger grades could play and it's more it does have that flexibility now a lot of the reason that that left here and all those ball games that were here they did have some downsizing of number of students playing and one community was providing somebody that prepped the field for them so if you're a volunteer coach walking into a new situation you get handed a bag full of equipment and say oh by the way you've got to take care of the field too but We'll offer that to you up here. What do you, most of them said, oh gosh, I don't know how to do a field. I've never done that. Let's go up there. Now that takes away from our community, takes away from activity in the community, takes takes away from the, some of the vibrance, vibrant, you know, being, being a vibrant community. It's in, if you're going to look at that from a business standpoint, it never will come to pay for all that. That'd be like telling the swimming pool is going to make you money. So, I mean, it's a tangible thing that we feel was worth the effort. We're putting our own money into it up front first. We haven't developed our full plan. Uh, you know, we don't have possession of it yet either. We will. It's just going to be a longer process. So, 
Um, I guess I have one question in the group. Where are you going to be in five years? We don't know. Um, I we're, know. We're sure going to make a good effort. If that happens, we can't. And then, well, maybe then, maybe then another source this will have to be found. But we're going to, we're kind of committed to it. And um, the group that's put together, we're going to try and grow that committee, that group. Um, more community involvement, more community flavor. I think we let something slip away just for the reason I said that you need to have something available. I tend to disagree that the other two fields are developable. Yeah, there's a lot more money to do that than it is to make to continue with the one we have that already exists. Um, is there a little bit of uh, I played on the field and you know, not for me so much. I just think it's for the community. It's like donating to the pool. I, mean, is it, I think you need a pool in a community. I think we need ball fields. I think we need open space. I think we need more recreational stuff. I think taking down the, the repairing the basketball courts, pickleball, whatever's in the works up there, I think that's all good. I think there should be more development at the complex. I'll go back further. I think the, the shelter house should have been at the complex and develop it from that standpoint. So, um, our, you know, we're committed to it. We're going to try to get more back. Um, what that all looks like, we don't know. But we've got a, a basic plan, but, you know, we had to get it acquired first. Now, as far as your housing and saying there's no other place to go, I think you have a lot of open lots within the community. In my opinion, your infrastructure for the city is already there. There may be some properties that need to be identified that have a vacant lot, and the home next to them is devalued to the point that maybe it's better to take it out and put a duplex in and revitalize some of the, area, the, the existing residential area. I see one lot on the main road coming through town with the house next to it that the siding hasn't been fixed on for two years since the fire. I'm not quite sure. Two years ago. And, you know, that looks like a prime spot there. There may be some but more affordable housing could be developed there. Got a lot right across the street, too. And I realize some of these are privately held, and, but and I don't know what, but I think a, I think there's a lot of facility properties that, that uh, are being overlooked, thinking you have to put in one big complex area and my personal opinion, if you're going to put in five lots with all the same house or same duplex on them, I don't think that's very appealing. That's, that is my opinion. So, um, so as a spokesman for the group tonight, you know, we don't have, we've got basic plans. We have to develop them. Um, we're going to clean it up, spruce it up. We've got a plan for maintaining it for several years. Can I tell you what we're going to be doing in five years? No. There might be other people involved. Hopefully we've got more participation, more usage of it. But it never has been used for what you would call a profit center and or pay its own way. So, I mean, we just stand, I just think we need, we need those type of facilities in the community and this one still exists and we hated to see it get away before anything else is there to replace it. And yet we think it's still cheaper to do this than it is to develop a couple other areas. So if you guys got any questions, I guess I can try to help you with them, but you know, we don't have a lot of answers yet.
Well, as your group finds out these answers, can we get let in on it? Sure. Because, you know, I mean, right now we have a definite plan to go with it one way, and we can't do that now. You know, that brings me to the question, if you guys had a plan, why weren't you bidding on it as a city? So the city did not want to own it. But you're saying you have a plan, and why, I, I don't... So my whole thing, Craig, was, and, and this is more me leading these guys and not these guys saying, yeah, this is what we're going to do. But my whole thing was, it, it was going to cost us twenty-five, dollars $30,000 to take down the building, to take out the bleachers, and to do some dirt work in there to get it ready to even build. So for us to spend another fifteen dollars or $20,000 on it, whatever they would have asked us to pay, would have just added to the cost of lots. And it costs... Thirty to fifty thousand dollars to build a lot now, and we can sell them for twenty maybe. And so it, it's a losing proposition for us any way that we do it, except for like Jeff said, twenty to thirty years from now. Today, I wish we would have spent the twenty thousand dollars, but we didn't do that. So that's a good, that's a real good question. Very good question. I guess um, I'll put it back to you. Don't you guys recognize some open lots in the community or homes? Right, but so here's my argument to that, and I don't think we should get into an argument, but here's my rebut to that, Craig, is if you're going to build a $400,000, $500,000 home, you're not going to do it between two $50,000 homes. You're not going to do that. First of all, what do you have in mind for that five lots? Because I understand it's affordable home housing. Not a four hundred. We, 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 we had the only thing that we had was we could do six lots if we put a road straight through it. Six pretty good sized lots, sort of like the lots that are that are uh, up in Trader's Third Edition right now. Or we could do five lots if we did north south road lots. Three on the north side, two sort of on the south side because of the way that you can drive into it. So no, not not affordable housing not not uh you know two hundred and fifty thousand dollar homes that's not what that's not what i had envisioned so how big are the lots you said the same comparable to the third edition the one they're somewhere on? around 19 to twenty-two thousand square feet so almost half an acre well that's i'm just a little bit in the conversation of, you know you're it's going to cost somebody to do exactly what you just said, so it's all going to come out at the end anyway. No, well, the city didn't want to. I mean, and you you stated that if you wish you would have at that at this point. So, so well, I do now. Yeah. Well, anyway, we got a group that's community minded, wanting it, um, yeah. looking for support. From, you know, hopefully everybody gets behind it. I haven't heard as much negative. I mean, there's some people that are disappointed that things didn't go that way, but that's not totally negative. I think we can all come together and, and yeah, uh, and, and I would on. I would 100% agree with you, Craig. If this is the way that it's going, we will support that. Now, I won't recommend that we support it with any money because we've already got a pool, we've already got a library, we've already got a rec center. We throw lots of money into all that. At some point in time, your pot gets pretty small. Well, at this point, you know we haven't come we haven't come for anything, so I guess no, I don't. Part of the conversation right now, but so I don't. I just say you got a group of people that got together and you had four, four out of five bids that were for the same purpose. Whether they were all as valid as the the one that we were, the largest group, 
doesn't make, it doesn't make a difference. I mean, it just shows no. that there's support for this project. So I would hope that, as you stated, that you're in support of it. So thank you, and we'll move on. I would like to address Rob's. You had that question of <clears throat> the five-year plan for it. I only talked to one member of their group. I talked to Craig Brotherton for probably 15 or 20 minutes when after the bids were done, when he found out we had bid, and he said, what's your plans? He, I said, he said, do you want to keep it a ball field? We said, no, we would not keep it a ball field. I said, would you? He said, we're going to try it. And he said, if not, we'll develop it. So, I mean, there's still the outside shot that, that I think it's developed. At that point, I think he was speaking of himself on that. That's his idea. Not, that hasn't been, we have not done that. I'm just saying that that was after the bids were in. Yep. I, that could be right at that point, you guys are already in group. <coughs> I'll just say we haven't established a five year has come out as a, a number of, you know, let's put a heck of a good effort into it and then we'll see where we're at in five years. It's the only statement I've heard. So, would you consider developing it? it you, you know, you personally? Personally, no. Okay. Um, I think. I'll stand by my words that I think the community needs more green space. I think we've covered our park up and don't have any green space there. And uh, there's plenty of green space. I'm on. <laughs> 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 we can't play a volleyball game. We can't play a softball game. <laughs> so, yeah. There's plenty of green space around. Nobody's on all day long. It's all, all the problems. It's all in between structures. One of the problems about. is kids got to go to babysitters anymore. They don't get to run free. They're not around every day. You know, we can get in a discussion, you know, know that they will come or, you know, I just know if you tear down something that's there, it's going to cost a lot more. Or it would really increase the probability that nothing would happen because you're starting with a very rough, I mean, the one field that Tom's speaking of is not a field anymore. It's a parking lot. They took the fence out. It's got some trees. So you're starting out from scratch there. You don't have to dismantle anything, but that's still not the direction or what we have there. And, and, we, and we had a heck of a good baseball field there. You know, some of the reason that was because, hey, they decided we're going to split it up and play some games in Sac City. Well, you're, there you are. A, a paid coach says, I'm not taking care of two fields. They work from Wall Lake, and which one do you want to play at? Well, this one's in my community, and I'm going to take care of this one. So we let something like that. We, as I mean, I don't know if we had control, but we start just giving up things like that and not fighting for them. This will be the demise of the community. It will keep shrinking and shrinking. So, I mean, we're all here for positive things. I, mean, I just... We have a little disagreement on one location. So, what's your opinion on the south field? The south field is for smaller. Has always been used for smaller level kids. Um, it needs to be a little effort, and it wouldn't take a whole lot of dollars. Needs some better care all throughout the season, the growing season, and it needs some more bleachers. Um, and that, that that that's why my proposal was instead of you guys putting fifteen thousand dollars out there and having to rebuild. 15,000 going into a field that's already grass, already has an infield, already has some fences, would have been 15,000 towards something instead of 15,000 just to rebuild something. That's the only reason, like I, like I said before, mm -hmm. I don't not want a baseball field. I want a baseball field in town. Mm -hmm. But my suggestion was, let's not rebuild a concession stand, let's have some parking, and let's have it where everything else takes place. Steve, you have to help me out on this. I don't know if the size of that field is. You're talking about the lower even, softball. Even the infield is not large enough for the grade level that we are. Not senior league, no. Right. Not mm -hmm. at this time, no. And I, does the outfield 
Is it? The outfield is 210 down the lines and about 250 to dead center. And isn't the Little League minimum 200? You know, I'm not sure on that what Little League is. It's been so long since I've done Little League. I don't know what the minimum is on that, Jeff. Um, and I don't even know, to be honest with you, if they have a minimum. They might if you're going to play official Little right. League. But, you know, our rec leagues and stuff and our senior league and stuff, I don't know if there's a set distance or not. Right. I'm not aware of anything. But I, I haven't been in that part of it for long enough. I'm not sure. But that's the dimensions that I feel out there now. I think you rally the troops, and if you're going to spend some money on something, get the troops rallied up and, and spend some money where it's see the, the where you see it fit, and build something nice so you have some games there, and, and go that route. And I don't care if it's this field, that field, whatever. But if the city's going to spend money on something, which I know that's not the conversation here, but you do have a, a facility up there and an opportunity to do it, and if you're going to do it, make it nice and get everybody behind it. That's what we got to work at. So. I agree with that. Just, I guess this is a point of a personal question. What? I know you guys put some effort into that site. Has there ever been any? I mean, I think I can think of three empty lots, and there's probably a multitude that might have a house next to them that is a pretty low value. And I think it's an issue in the community. I've been seeing it over you know the last 20 years that to to have somebody want to invest and build in the the, the older part or any, any existing residential area from the core of the city. You know, your area AEA houses or duplexes, I guess I want you to actually call them by, on Main Street. I'm, I guess I haven't mind a duplex being put in where there what used to be, where there's an existing empty lot and the house next to it is questionable. I mean, I know, what, I know that's all privately owned and stuff, but it does come for sale. Right. Um, is there any example of that or any, are you guys, I mean, is, have you put so much thought into that? When you, for the city, it's like all your utilities are already there. We, we've talked about that kind of thing with a few like private developer type people, but. What's the hold of it? What, what, what if, if, you, if, you can't, if you can't buy the property that you want to develop, then it's hard to develop that. We talked to one too with an empty lot and the price that he wanted for the empty lot wasn't feasible to to do that because it was just one lot and you have to buy the one beside it as well. He wanted a pretty good price for the lot. Well, yeah. anybody that has something, the first person that comes up to me, I think they're going to put a price on it, but I, if, if they maintain it, I mean, I don't... I mean, if they maintain it, lawn, we can't do anything. If they move the lawn, we can't do anything about it. I don't know, what can you do with a guy that doesn't fix the siding? Not a damn thing. I think that one sold anyway. Yeah. We we've we've tried to do stuff, but we can't do anything. Actually, for quite a while, just about not necessarily in that case, but in several cases before that, we've talked to Warren many times, and he said you can make somebody mow their yard, you can make somebody move their uh, broken down or whatever you want to call it vehicles but you can't make them paint their house, and you can't make them put siding on, you can't make them fix their roof until it gets holes in it. Well, that's unfortunate, so, but... Um, it is. It is, but those are the things that we have to deal with. And yeah, and yeah, Craig, I don't think that's a bad idea, but that's not necessarily something that we're gonna put a lot of effort into, trying to marry a developer with a, with a lot that... Uh, 
just you know that that seems to me like that's maybe something that a realtor should do or or somebody else. Um, well, I I, re I realize all these things. I mean, every individual deal would be you know I guess be aware of it if it comes available. You know, to get the right people in the right place, maybe something can happen. But I'm looking to get more pride back in the community. I mean, I grew up here and. You know, there people are getting more distant all the time, and and that may just be the times. I, and I think we have to fight harder, and I think saving a ball field is is a is a catalyst. That I hope that can bring some people together. I mean, we're going to have some cleanup days that might be just the group. We're going to we're inviting anybody that wants to be a part of it to, to participate, and uh, go on from there and see what we can see what we can get done. So I mean, I mean, we're going in it innocently. This isn't. I mean, we're. I can tell you we're, we're probably going to set up a nonprofit just to have a, a limited liability to it, and that's about as far as we know right now. So I think it's good we're having the conversation. Actually, I guess. Well, I agree, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my two cents in here. First of all, the fact that I've really enjoyed my two years on the city council and that everybody in this room tonight is pro Wall Lake and wants nothing better than what's best for Wall Lake. And I love what we're doing as far as adding on to the north for more lots. I love what we're doing to the south to add businesses there. I'm actually part of that group, but as a, not as a city councilman, just as a private citizen. And I'm not opposed to what you guys proposed at all, Jeff, and I made that comment as a councilman that if you guys had been, I'd support it 100%. And Tom, I agree with you 100% with the complex. We gotta keep doing stuff out there, we have to. Is it a great complex? Yes. But does it need things? Yes, I mean, it's old. We gotta keep updating it. And the last thing I wanna see is something like this, that we as a group wanted to do a positive as a community, turn into something where we divide the community. That's not, that was not our intent, it was certainly not my intent, and nor did I want it to divide this council. Because if there's been a group of guys that I've enjoyed working with, I don't know if I've had another group of guys that I've enjoyed working with as much that seem to be on the same page all the time. We don't have a lot of controversy here. We're, we know what we want, and we try to be responsible with the community. And so I'm hoping that this is not something that divides. I agree with Craig that I really want to take a shot at it and see what we can do, and, and to see what we can do with it. Five years down the road, if we've done everything we possibly can and it didn't work, I can't answer that because I don't know. But that's my personal opinion and that's where I came from on it and it certainly was nothing against what you guys are doing at all. I would have supported that 100% either way. But now I'm just hoping that we don't divide ourselves over it. That's the last thing I want. Anything else, guys? Thank you. Thank you for your input. Discuss improved trick or treat day. We've had some conversations over this two days. What day would be the best for it? So we need to go back to thirty first, and it makes me no difference. Yeah, I don't. I really. I don't care what day you have it, but I'm going to stay behind. You can't close the street when docks is busiest yes. night. If you want the main street open for the businesses, you need to leave the road open. You can't shut them down on their busiest night of the, of I don't the mind, week. My thought of that is, okay, you go out for all trick-or-treating. It's 8 o'clock at night. 
kids are hungry, grab some burgers, go home. That's my thought. Have on Tuesday night. Oh, yeah, I don't have any problem with yeah. that on Tuesday night. I have a problem with shutting off Main Street. Yeah, leave it open. No. So I, I was in docs. I talked to Ann. And Ann's for it. She said, do I have to risk a few burgers in a half hour, 40 minutes? I guess that's what I do. But from a city standpoint, if you have something on Main Street, like what we're doing involving businesses, and an elderly person or somebody else goes to back out of a parking spot, and a kid runs across the street, we're going to be liable for it. It's on our... I'd be careful saying what we'll be liable for. I mean, so if it happens we're during not, the day, is it, we're not, if I run somebody over, is the city going to be liable? Well, I'm just saying we should shut the street down and for a half hour that she's going to miss out. I mean... I heard that she was not in favor of it. And she would not participate, is what I heard. Which, I mean, she, she did say that she goes, I don't know if we'll participate because... Tuesdays and Thursdays are our busy nights, and I have struggled finding help anyways to do that plus trick-or-treat, so. I don't think we should shut the street down, that's my opinion. Yeah, There's too many older people that come down there, and they're gonna have to park, walk through the alley or walk from somewhere else. Can you put the businesses over in the park by your store and have them set up over there? They're gonna put a table outside anyway, and just have everybody go over there. Or at the city park. I mean, I just think that shutting the street down is not fair to them. Kind of lost the idea of having our downtown business right, right, start right. moving around. Right, yeah. Personally, that's my opinion. But sure. But I don't know why you're trying to replace a, the busiest night of the week with a busy night. Well, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's that doesn't make any sense to. <laughs> it's well, a, the main street's full already on Tuesday night. Why are we trying to fill so it up on Tuesday night? I'm not sure that that's the point, though, Rob. I think I think the point is that it's Halloween, right? It's yeah. going to be a busy night, whether it's Monday night or Tuesday night or Saturday night, whatever night that is. And we're trying to involve our businesses, and that ends up making a little bit more of an issue for one of our businesses, right? Yeah. Whether you're six or three or two, if you're going to get a candy bar, it doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. That doesn't whether matter. it's Halloween night or if it's the day Make before. Make any difference at all. Yeah, they don't care. They do not care. And actually, what we need to probably think about is them. We shouldn't necessarily care about the businesses. We shouldn't care about mom and dad. We should care about the kids. Honestly. And the reason why I said shut the street down is it's going to make it a lot safer. I mean, you can have businesses set up along, you mean, out-of-town businesses that want to come into town, they can set up a table in the middle of Main Street and, I mean, businesses that are off Main Street can set up. We well, have two nights to choose from. We've got Sunday night, Tuesday night. And you're not going to make the right decision. No. Whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I think it should be Tuesday night. Halloween's Halloween. I mean, why dress your kids up twice? Or what? I mean, the three-year-old's not going to care if it's Tuesday or Thursday or if it's No, but it July, makes a difference for the parents, so. I mean, it makes a difference to you when your kid gets dressed up, whether you go on a Sunday or if you go on a Tuesday and it's actually Halloween. Sundays. I don't right. care as long as my kids would get dressed up and I could have a picture of them when they're little, what day it is. I mean, Sunday I mean, is a family day for most families, so. If we have so they would Sunday, be together, then the whole family could go trick-or-treating on a Sunday. Uh, well, that, that takes 
it's what Franny said. I mean, that takes away from our businesses being able to be included into this. Yeah, you I mean, you're going to have somebody us. open up on a Sunday for trick-or-treat. I mean... Well, I suggest that we do not shut the street down. That's my suggestion on the busiest night for the only place that's open. But you want to keep it on the 31st. I'm, I'm I don't care I'm what we have trick-or-treating on Tuesday night and we don't shut the street off. Now I'll make that motion. We'll I'll second that. Right we move so that we keep Halloween, Tuesday, 31st, so do not shut the street down. Let's have more discussion now since we've got a motion in a second. Yeah. have some more discussion yeah. if that's what they want to do. If not, then we won't. Okay. I think we've had the discussion. We just need to vote. I realize that, but when you get a motion in a second, then that's, time, that's the time to have more discussion if that's yeah. what you want to do. If you don't want to have the discussion, I'm okay with that. I'm fine with the 31st, but I don't think that we should leave the street open. Have we talked to your other businesses? Have we talked to them all? Are they... I wouldn't say that we talked to all of them pretty much on board of doing so. Yeah, I mean, they did last year. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to move burger night. People that come from all over. I mean, I had Sac City customers. Myron Glassnap couldn't wait for Tuesday night. You know, how's he going to know? All of a sudden, he's Tuesday, and I'm going to drive down here, and he's almost a hundred, and you're going to have to truck him through the alley. That's my concern because then we're going to be liable because we blocked the street off, and he can't park in front. <clears throat> It's not going to be right no matter what. Anything else? Ask them, not me. Yeah, is there anything else? <clears throat> Seeing none, we'll vote. Motion was to keep it 31st of October, Tuesday night, burger night, not shut the street down. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? No. The last one we have, uh, discuss approved dog party. So I just got a question for you guys. Are you guys, do you guys want to continue to move forward with the dog park where we talked about? Where do you want to go? Do you want to go to the tennis court and take that concrete out of there? I had a conversation with a couple um, last Wednesday. They would like to build a dog park. And uh, I asked them what they needed from us. Um, they said that they just wanted the ground. They don't. They don't necessarily want any help. They don't want help building it, help paying for it, any of that. But they want to work it into a business. Um, How big are you? So they just want an area to do it in. Yeah, they want it by the pool. That sounds like a win for us. I mean, we want a dog park if they're wanting to put a business in. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that at all, Doug. I think it's a great thing. Um, when they and kind of sound like they want to start this spring as soon as they can. Um, they want to have it like on the east side of the pool, which you know be better for us, I think, on the west side just because that's where the lots don't line up. So, but you know, we've still got to figure out whether we're going to build lots there or if we're going to go north and south. And you know, we've got we've got a lot of things of, of that nature to, to worry about right now. Um, 
So I guess my question to you is, are you interested in, in waiting for a little bit longer and seeing how the conversation with the couple that I had pans out, or do we want to push forward and have a dog park at the um, Well, that's the same. Sit back and wait here, but yeah, the tennis court, I think should, we should end up in a pickleball court. So that, that it's a lot of concrete to tear out yep. for a dog park. Mm -hmm. It's in good shape. I think it is. Beans, it's in good shape because yeah. we were under the influence and it was shot. Right. Yeah. And we would have to tear it, fix right. it, or resurface it. Do we ever get any idea what the pickleball court would cost to put on top of that coating? Yeah. I'm with you, Franny. I say we wait and let them see how it plays out. So it, it costs ten thousand dollars to resurface a tennis court. That's essentially what we would be doing: is resurfacing. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't be putting anything more on there. A pickleball court is a third the size of a tennis court, so and we'd have be, two courts there. Is it going to be three thousand dollars? I don't know that. You know, it might be five. But our goal would be to have two courts there, right? Yeah. Yeah, you could easy have two courts. Yeah, you could have almost three there. Uh, if you really, if you really packed them in there, you could get six of them in there. Then we have to have a digital sign there for all. I don't think we'll need six. <laughs> I say let's see what they do and, and kind of, I mean, if they're going to do something there. Okay. Well, if it's another business opportunity yeah. and they want to do it, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So that's good. I, I kind of wanted to hold off for a little bit and just see how things, yeah. you know, it's sometimes it's nice to let things simmer a little bit. So we'll, we'll do that then. Okay. Anything else? Yes. If not, friends, you're up. We have nothing better for the city of Wallach. I make a motion we adjourn. I'll second that. Send we adjourn. All in favor say aye. Aye. Oh, we adjourned.